Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving, with Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on their everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn when and where you spend, like the pet store, the grocery store, and even online purchases. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yeah, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. If you ask me, it's a no-brainer. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's a new week. We were at our country festival in Austin, Texas. We just got home yesterday. We've been gone a long time. Heck, I was in Dallas and then Austin, ACMs. And so we're all probably tired today. Just letting everybody know. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah, just I'm giving tired. you a heads up. No, that's sleepy. Oh. There's a difference in sleepy and tired. <laughs> Worn out. <laughs> sleepy is if you're like, oh. tired is if you're just exhausted. You can be both. You yeah. can be both, but they are not the same. Okay. You can be sleepy and tired, but you can be tired without being sleepy, and you can be sleepy without being tired. Wow, okay, that's a you lot. You don't even know. <laughs> All right, morning, studio. Morning. morning. Thank you. So here's what I'm going to ask you guys. I'm going to give you a second to think about it. What was the hometown scandal of your childhood? You know, on Monday, we kind of do the, the big Monday question and go around the room. Think about that. What was the most dramatic? I'll go first. I don't normally go first. Okay. But what was the most dramatic hometown scandal? We had a teacher, an art teacher, that was accused of hooking up with students. And we all kind of believed it, but it was never proven true. And all of a sudden, one day, he was gone. And Where'd he go? I don't know. I haven't heard from him since. Weird. But that was the big scandal is that he was caught, and then they made him leave. But I never heard from him. We never... Who knows where he went? His name was... Yeah, right. But <laughs> Mountain Pine, Arkansas, that's a pretty big big deal that happened there. Was our teacher hooking up with students. Uh, allegedly. So that was the scandal in my hometown when I was a kid. Amy, anything happened where you're from? Morbid. Mine's morbid. Go ahead. Is that okay? It depends. Okay, well, it would probably be... I'm from Austin. The yogurt shop murders. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's a big one. And being from a bigger city, there's actually more 
that, you know, you have more people, more years, more. I mean, we're 700 people. You have a million, but that was a massive one. Yeah. I think, yeah, they worked at TCBY. It was just so terrible and sad. Lunchbox? Yeah. Uh, I would say at my high school, this dude, he brought a gun to school and he was showing it off in English class and it went off. The gun fired. Boom. Hmm. And it went, and a bullet went through Anna's leg and he jumped through that gun in his backpack. He took off, stole a car, wrecked it, tried to steal another car, and then got arrested. And his intention was he was just showing it off. He was just like, cool, man, look at me. I got this gun. Like, he wasn't trying to scare anybody or use it. And that is is crazy. And then they come over the the announcements, you know, the speakers, and they said, all right, there's been an incident in the English wing. Don't go to the English wing. Okay. Everybody went to the English wing, and they had to bring the stretcher up, and Anna went out on a stretcher. Luckily, she only got shot in the leg. Yeah, it went right through her leg, though. Boom. Dang. Crazy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Very fortunate that nobody else got hit with that in a basketball. Eddie? In high school, we almost got stripped of our district championship trophy because we were accused of bringing in other players from different parts of the state. And we were really doing it. I knew a couple guys. <laughs> dude, I knew a couple guys that had those fake mailboxes. Yeah. It was crazy. Two were you, dudes. Were you guys good? Real good. Undefeated. See, and, you cheated. They, they, they cheated. The yeah. team cheated. And then they had, they had done investigation, but the investigation took too, too long, so they never caught anyone. Oh, man. That's like Friday Night Lights. Exactly like Friday Night Lights. I feel like, and I didn't run this by him, I feel like Scooby Steve would have a good story. He's always got randomly good stories. Was there a... In your hometown, Scuba Steve, any sort of crazy drama that you think about when I ask that question? I have a couple. The one that comes to mind first is in middle school. There's this kid that always had a lot of money, and he would found out later it was counterfeit money, but he'd take these $50 bills and buy lunch every single day oh. and get the change. And then one day, the feds showed up to school. These guys all in black suits, <laughs> and they grabbed the guy, brought him into some corner room, never seen him ever again ever since. Wow. Long gone. He is making money. Yeah, money. And then we had another kid that got kidnapped. And so we were all on Unsolved Mysteries because of that. <gasps> we had to look at reenactment scenes and stuff. I was in kindergarten. Did they ever solve it? No, the kid, his dad took him and we never saw him or the dad ever again. Was the kid alive? I don't know. We need to follow up on that. Dang. Hey, Ray, did you have one in your home? Yeah, mine was, we had an exchange student came and she lived with us and she had a boyfriend. And he drove by our house one time and shot at us. And so they investigated it. I think he went to jail. And probably for a month, we had to have interviews with cops every day. What? Every yeah. day? I don't know. There's, it was crazy investigation. So it was me, my brother, my sister. We all had to get keep getting pulled out of class. Neighbor girl. Every day. It was a long investigation for whatever reason because the guy, there's no video of anything. It was just our word against his. And it got him expelled. Pretty sure he went to jail. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There you go. See? Look at that. A little exercise. That was cool. <laughs> Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, whoa, 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 Bobby Bones. I was a huge fan of your book, Fail Until You Don't. It inspired me to start my own tech business. It's been going for four years and very strong until recently. Unfortunately, I had to let go of three of my employees. We're a small company, so they feel like family. Luckily, I was able to help them with leads on other jobs, so I feel like they're going to be okay. It made me wonder, what do you think each member of the show would do if one day the show came to an end? And if you had to make a difficult decision, how would they all survive? Amy, you? 
How, like, how would we provide for ourselves? Yeah, you can't do radio. You're out of here. Oh, no. no. Can I do radio somewhere else? No, I just said you can't oh, do radio. You're dang. Out of here. Sorry, I guess baby. I'm going to pursue my <laughs> acting career. Oh, and no, nobody said you have to provide. Like, you got to pay money. the bills. <laughs> <laughs> you can't provide to an acting fund? No. No, it's hard for anybody to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I agree. Um, so let me think about it. If I can't do radio, okay, I feel like I have certain things I've been working on where I might be able to speak on them with my life experiences and going through hardship and adoption and fertility. And maybe I would hit the speaking circuit. Mm-hmm. Eddie? Oh, this is easy, man. I'd start the taco truck. And I would start easy. I'd go to the, the farm market, a little tent, start with my tacos there. Next thing you know, dude, I'm all over the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean it's it's easy. Be you were next thing you know, like those biopics where they're like, <laughs> well, we're queen. We just joined together as a band. Yeah, Boom. Yeah, yeah. Our seventh number one. <laughs> It'll take a few years. Taco truck, Eddie. Yeah. Lunchbox? Reality TV. So what you do is you get on one reality show and then boom, you start getting on the other ones. Like the challenge now is taking people from Survivor, The Amazing Race, Big Brother. So I hit Survivor or Big Brother, one of those shows, then I get on the challenge and boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know. But how would you get on now? Because you're old, way older now. Well, yeah, they they put older people on. They have the token old person. Mm-hmm. Go for you, your dreams, Lunchbox. You just got to make you got to make. No, it I'm just a, asking what you what your angle. You would make be. an impact. Like that's what I'm saying. Like on Survivor. They, the older no, no, person. No, it's not about getting. It's not what you're gonna do on the show. It's how do you get on the show. I'm the older person. That's what I'm saying. Is they have one older person, so you have to stick out amongst all the older people that are applying. And then I get on there, and then boom, I win over in the hearts of America. Reality people oh, say, wow. "Oh, I want him on the challenge." Boom, I'm on the challenge. Then I'm on the world championships, the challenge. And then, they, oh, you want to come on the Amazing Race? Yeah, I'll come on the Amazing you're Race. Seventy boom. by then. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> boom. Okay. That easy. I like it. Just like that. I mean, honestly, I probably have to sell my house. Naomi's getting sad. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah, what are you going to do to make money? <laughs> I'm going, hello, was this not on? You ain't making money. <laughs> you make money. Not, not really. <laughs> Stop. You're telling me. If you're going to do a re- yes, I can tell you exactly how it goes. No. I've done them. If you want to go and do a show like, let's say, Survivor, they're going to give you a small stipend, but okay. there, there ain't no money unless you win. Okay. So you're telling me when you go back on these shows, like if you're CT or Bananas or yeah, yeah, but I'm Moral like for like the two years after you West go to do the show and they hold the show and they're editing the show. There's a long time before it comes out. Yes, I understand. But if you're on in multiple seasons of the the challenge, you're getting money. Yeah, yeah I'm talking like about Nani. First, you're telling me I'm she's about not- the first couple seat, the first couple years. You got to eat. Do you have a big savings account? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> that like hustle and bustle. Yeah, I I think you get on a reality show. Yeah. Okay, you. Oh yeah, Bones. What would you do? Probably NFL. No radio. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't need this. NFL, like commentating. No, playing, Amy. I, I'm training every day. Okay, oh, and then when I said I'd be an actress, I got. Well, the thing uh, is, I'm really kidding about the NFL. <laughs> and you were being serious. <laughs> you were being as serious as you could possibly be. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. of something that I'm actually working on that I, I could do, but I, do, I, I get it. I wouldn't make any money. I would do nothing. You what do you chill? mean? You do nothing. Chill. I just start playing golf. Well, I'm good. Be, I retire. That'd be mm. fun. It, for like four days, and you know I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. That's Patrick in California. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Amy's received another sign from God, everybody. Oh. I'm on the right path. It's all signs all the time. If there was like a sign network, Amy'd have all the programming. Because I'm asking. Because it's a new sign all the time. It's a tennis ball on the foot. Mm -hmm. It's a bird. It's so. Ask and you shall receive. (laughs) Or ask and then you look for it somewhere and then it happens. But so what what were you looking for specifically? What about what? So my acting coach and I have been talking about me 
challenging myself and signing up for improv classes. Something that's been in discussion, but I've been putting it off. And it's not for me to try to be a comedian or anything like that. It's more so to just put myself in an uncomfortable situation and prove to myself that I can do it. And I also, would say this is improv every single day. There's no script. That's true. It's always and then on this show. Yeah. Well, I know y'all. Oh, true. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have been putting it off, but I got out of an acting class or a coach coaching session mm -hmm. and we had just been talking about it. Okay. Who do I see? Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, Conan. <laughs> On. Bill Murray. Amy Poehler. The sidewalk. Oh. Outside. Jim Carrey. Oh, walking that's a good one. down the street. Here. here. Uh, Chip Eston. From whose line is it anyway? Okay, he's your improv guy. Yeah, yeah, who was it? Yeah. Okay, so I actually follow her on Instagram, and she's a comedian. Her name's Danae Hayes, and she's got she's. Why did you do your head like that? Lunchbox? She's got. No one's ever heard of her. Yes, she has like two million followers really? on TikTok. I didn't say that. Anybody, don't come at me for that. Danae, <laughs> Luke Bryan Hayes. and did a skit with her and Caroline for their Christmas awesome. pranks. I'm not saying anything about her. I just saw Lunchbox throw his head back, and I didn't know what he was doing. Okay, Danae Hayes, go yeah. ahead. She is so funny. She's from Alabama. I love her stuff. Like, she makes me laugh. The crazy thing is, I wasn't sure in town where to sign up for an improv class. What are the best places? And so I'm leaving acting coach class or whatever. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? And then what, what is right in front of me? A comedian. And so I just introduced myself. Oh, and I'm no. like, I follow you on Instagram. And turns out when she lived in Alabama, she played softball. At Bama. Anyway, she she's from there too, but she used to listen to the show when she lived in Alabama, and now she's here. And she gave me the name of an improv place. She was like, "You need to go." It's I think it's called like Third Coast Comedy. She's like, "I know the uh, owner or somebody that works there." She's like, "I'll hook you up." Da da da. And I'm like, "This is so great." Now I feel comfortable about selecting the right place for me, and I got it from someone who's in that space. And it just, it solidified that I'm doing it. That That's that's my next thing I need to go do is sign up for improv. I think you wanted to do it anyway, and you could have. No, nah, dude, that's a sign. Right. I mean, God put a comedian in front of her. You think. Or put me in front of the comedian. Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Whatever. By the way, she has 2.5 million on TikTok and 290,000 on Instagram. So that's she's pretty lot. well known. Yeah. Yep. And she's funny. And mm. she gave me an improv rec. And I happen to run into her just as I'm... I hear you. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. What, what, what? That's crazy, what, Amy. I've never run into... I could have run into her another day where improv wasn't top of mind because I hadn't just left a... You know? Mm -hmm. Do you see this? Do you see how the synchronicity here? Mm -hmm. If this isn't a sign, pretty I don't cool, know what pretty is. Pretty cool coincidence. Okay, oh, you want to call it that. You that's won't what, call it a sign, Bones? That, nah. Eddie, that's what they say. I mean, that's a sign, Does she yeah. live near that place? Do you know? Where you mm were? -hmm. Uh... I, I think so. I don't I didn't ask her how are your acting classes going by the way they're good are you auditioning for anything we talked about that and I told her that I was feeling a little bit uh, uh, like a lie that had popped into my head was uh I can't believe I have auditioned for anything yet and the year's almost up and it's like we're not even halfway through the year and also who cares about where it is in a year <laughs> in a calendar I know yeah so that I just voiced this to her and she reminded me no you are still showing up. You've been consistent, and that's all that you can do right now. And the right things will pop oh up for boy. you, or will come if, across the life, right you things. Just wait to for signs. No, no, you're no, never no. gonna get crap done. No, no, I no. You work. I'm I'm showing up. I'm not just sitting back waiting for signs. She was 
encouraging me, letting me know that I've been consistent and I've been showing up for myself and I'm putting in the work and that the right yeah. opportunity will come that I can audition for. I'm not waiting for it to just come to me. I'm going to go put in the work. Why don't you go search it out? I can do that too. And that's what I was expressing to her. Like I'm ready to start. What roles do you want you doing think? that? Well, what could I, you be? I have, I told her that I was recently picturing myself as a mom. Like the, do you ever watch Young Sheldon? Mm-hmm. I love that show. I love the mom on there mm-hmm. a lot. And so I'm like, I, I could see myself being a mom role like that. And also, been watching Succession, and I'm like, I feel like I could also be a, I'm not saying I have to be on one of these big shows. My coach was actually encouraging me. She goes, there's a lot of indie projects that are going on all around that you can, Absolutely. that's a great place to get involved and work your craft and meet people. So I'm not, I'm, not, I'm just saying these are shows that I watch, right? I look at the characters and I'm like, hmm, could I pull that off? And I sometimes I look in the mirror and I try, I try to be that character. But that's just me I like it. working on it. Fight scenes, nude scenes. Can you do them? I no, um, no. No fight scenes. I, won't, I I would have to train to fight, and then no. You wouldn't do. To the what other. about just butt? No, no, no. I don't. Top of the butt crack. No, and all back. No. Amy, they need a lot of that. <laughs> they can use mom's party too. A, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, young Sheldon's mom's not doing that. Yeah, she is like, very into the church. Yeah. Okay, look, I I think it's great that you're still working towards it. Right. Thank you're you. going to class every. You're showing up, going to class every week. I think that's pretty cool. You saw, but I don't see Dirk Bentley walking down the road and be like, "I'm supposed to be a country music star." That's not okay. <laughs> that's that's okay. different. That's no. The the thing that would happen with that, which I'm pretty sure Dirk's probably believes in this, it would be like if someone was thinking about maybe flying an airplane like Dirks or whatever. And they see him and they go, I should be a pilot? No, stop. Or look yeah, at him. I, he went out and did it. Okay, he, like, I'm jealous. Let me say this. Okay. I'm jealous of you and Eddie because I wish I believed. Because it wasn't it. I'm super cynical, obviously. I wish I believed like you did blindly. I just believe, doesn't matter what the crap I see, what the crap I hear, I just have to go find it, get a drill, drill into it and do the work. Here's the thing though. How long did you talk to your sign? Sounds like you talked to her for a long time. Me? Yeah, did yeah. you hold her for too long? No, I tried to. Like, if God sends you a sign, let's not hold her up for 30 so minutes. So, what if you just see her and be like, that's the sign? She keeps walking and <laughs> there never you knows. go. No, no, I was you respectful of her time. Yeah. I did not hold her up too long, I don't think. Did you tell her you worked <laughs> on the show? I should ask her. Did you tell her you worked on the show? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how she told me she listened oh, yeah, she to listened the show. And, yeah. and when she lived she in Alabama. anymore? I don't, well, I don't know if when she moved, I don't know, her schedule, because yeah. a lot of people, it just depends on when they're in their car or whatever. Podcast, you know. Oh, yeah, pod- yeah. I should tell her that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I should, <laughs> you think I'm going to say, well, you know, we have podcasts. Well, good luck, Amy. We're proud of you. Keep pushing forward. And if a sign makes you feel like, feel better, good for you. Yeah, and I do want to clarify that, yes, I get that you're saying you just put in the work, drill in, whatever. That's me. I don't I, believe in signs, though. Okay, but. Here's my sign. The sign says. Go to work this direction, and I'll follow it. Right, but I'm just clarifying because I don't want to be misunderstood that I'm not put working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I, do you lunchbox? You still going to acting classes? I don't go. I do them online. But that's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you still do them? Yeah, I haven't been doing them as much lately. I've been busy with kids and life, and the but, class hadn't been meeting on the reg. But uh, that's regular. Don't you know? <laughs> don't you like take hours long naps? Yeah, I do. But then, would then, you give that up for acting class at the same time? Oof. It'd be, be tough. tough. Yeah, that yeah, would be a tough debate. But I mean, usually ours is at night, and sometimes, you know, with the kids, it gets kind of crazy, so I had to miss the class. 
Just we don't do it in the middle of the day because people are at work. Got it. Okay. Well, good luck. Yeah. You feel yeah. like Amy surpassed you in the acting. No. Like no. She's well, just getting money taken from her. She ain't doing anything. She just what? said she hadn't ad- auditioned for anything. I Have you? Yet. Yeah, I was in stuff. What? Bad out of hell. She was in an HBO movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, no. Literally, she was in an HBO movie where she, she had, had lines. lines. Never saw it. Multiple. Okay, lines. well, she didn't see a Bad Out of Hell where you had no lines on stage that was played that was canceled. But also, <laughs> it made me think about how that listener called in with the indie film and offered Lunchbox that role. Right? Yeah. He she said, have taken if you come it. to Ohio, yeah. you yeah. can be in it. And he's like, I'm a star. I don't go to indie. <laughs> anyway, I'm just right. saying, it's like a stepping Thank stone. You. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for being here. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Spencer Bosley has been mowing lawns since he was in sixth grade. I mean, just making a little money here, a little money there. Then eventually, he went to college. He kept doing it. He paid for his college. He started his own business. Now he owns a legit lawn mowing business. Now, he saw, like, somebody else doing, like, free lawn services and putting it online. He said, hey, I can do this. So he started a YouTube channel where once a month he finds a yard in any neighborhood that looks like, ooh, that hasn't been cut in a while. He cuts it for free, posts a little video, and then people just kind of, like, keep following it. One of them, he was a veteran. He uh, posted the video, and they ended up doing $10,000 of crowdfunding for the veteran because he just wasn't able to do the lawn and do other things. So he's done a lot of good because he started that YouTube channel. I just encourage him. Is his name in that article you said? Spencer Bosley. Spencer's Bobby here. I hope you're listening. Be careful. People got a lot of guns now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm show up. Yeah, I'm mowing somebody's yard. I'll check on them. <laughs> no, he knocks on their door. Okay. Just kind of visit like Just that. making sure. Random mowings might get you in trouble these yeah. days. But that's great. And I like it. And I read another part, too, where he does try to find people like veterans or older folks that can't mow at all. Exactly. Like that. So that's great. It's, it's him doing already what he does, but putting some time and effort into helping folks that need the help. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week. And it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt 
safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. Quality sleep, you need it. It's essential for boosting energy and recovery and well-being. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. That's right, one-of-a-kind because you can make it just for you. So it's all about getting better sleep so you can live a better life. Hopefully all day long you don't think about sleep. That's how good sleep was. And the Sleep Number Bed, it's for you. It helps you stay asleep by automatically responding and adjusting to your movements to help you sleep comfortably all night long. Also, the Sleep Number setting, you know, minus 30. You know, yours may be a bit softer, maybe a bit more firm, but that's okay. It's yours, and the Sleep Number does that. And my Sleep IQ, well, that tells me how well I slept each night, and I can figure out what I need to do to make it better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $15.99, save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Go on the Bobby Bones Show now. Dr. Lori. My favorite PhD in antique appraising. My favorite of all the PhDs in antique appraising. Thank you. That's right. Dr. Lori, how the heck are you? How the heck are you? You're the busy, busy one running everywhere. You're everywhere. You're so good. That's because I'm not good and I just got to keep running, Dr. Lori. <laughs> do you travel you a lot and, and do shows where people just bring you stuff and say, how much is this worth? And do they leave disappointed or happy if you had to pick? Because <laughs> everybody's got something that they, they, they think is worth a lot of money. Some years ago, I came up with the, I'll break some hearts, I'll make some millionaires. And that's really true. Some people are happy and some people are like, oh my gosh, really? You know, so, yeah. Have you ever found something worth a million dollars? Yes, multi-millions, yes. Oh a few God. things, actually. What? I must know. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany lamp, uh, floor lamp, big. Uh, impressionist painting by Renoir. What? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it's serious. <laughs> Let's see. What else was there? And people drive. You know, people are drivers. You know that, you know. So they'll drive. Like, I was appearing in... In Virginia, and this person with the Renoir painting, who everybody said wasn't the real deal, drove from Rhode Island to make sure I saw it. Mm. So that's maybe 10, 10 hours. So that was a driver. But um, a lot of cool stuff and great American stories, you know, because I tour ma- mainly nationally and uh, fantastic stories of uh, people who have found wonderful things. And, and I talk about, you know, all different ones. The same ones tend to come to my mind, um, like the moon boot from Apollo 13 that went to the moon with Apollo 13 that came up one of my events. Um, How much? Washington. uh, Oh, that was about $10,000. It was only the right, the left had already been sold. (laughs) Um, That was kind of cool. George Washington's wallet, the wallet that George Washington had on his person when he crossed the Delaware, that that was owned by, um, you know, the typical sort of two little old ladies. (laughs) You know, that was a fantastic piece of American history. It came into one of my events when I was doing an event at a senior center. How do you prove, so, though, uh, that's Washington's wallet? Is a picture of his kid in there or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a couple of things that were identifying marks, not only a monogram, but also a Freemason a symbol. And the interior, it was known that he would commission pieces from this bindery near Cambridge, um, near Cambridge, England. And it had this what's called... Um, what's called a, a marbleizing interior. And it was uh, it was traced through the provenance of this these women's family 
uh, going back to Washington. So they were related. So that's how that actually worked out. It was serious. That was serious. So, so I've seen some fantastic pieces and I've seen some cool stuff, you know, more contemporary cool stuff like Barbies and Pokemon cards and, uh, you know, uh, Fred Flintstone animation uh, cells and such like that. So and we're going to get to Eddie's stuff because Eddie's the one who's requested this yeah. meeting with Dr. Laurie because he thinks he has, Hi, some, he has some Hi, Dr. Laurie. very cool stuff Thank himself. You, but one final question for me just on this subject. Has anyone brought you anything where they were for sure this thing is worth tens of 20s of $50,000 and you're like, bro, that ain't even that, – that's a nickel. <laughs> yeah, like wah, wah. Yes. It was a ball canning jar about this big. By, of course, the ball canning company. Everybody knows it. You know, you can the peaches in it every year, this kind of deal. And they brought it in. And on the front of it, it said ball 1858. And I explained what the jar was. It's a glass jar. And I said, it's worth about $8. And this man screamed at me from in the, the, the rafters of this theater, screaming that I was wrong. And it was really valuable. And it was very old. And I said, it's not from 1858. All of them say 1858 on it. <laughs> so he was mad. He was mad. But hey, like I said, you break some hearts, you make some millionaires. Let yeah. me say this about Dr. Lori. You can see her on the new Netflix series, The King of Collectibles. Has wow. it popped up for you guys? In yeah, your I've thing? seen it. Yeah, so it's produced by Peyton Manning. It's up now on Netflix. And she's doing there what she does here. It's her expertise on history, background, and the value of, well, today's hot collectibles. That you're making it once you're in a Netflix show, Dr. Laurie. <laughs> well, thanks. Let's hope after 25 years I'm making it, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. It's a great show. There's some cool things and some cool collectors, you know, Drake and uh, Mike Tyson and Peyton Manning and a lot of folks um, who are showing you their collections, but also to see what, you know, you might have hiding in the basement. So that's where I come in. Uh, uh, and of course, with uh, Robbie Davis, senior and junior, they're nice guys too. And Ken Golden and the whole crew at Golden's Auctions. It's it's been a great time, and uh, I think the show's going to have uh, a, a long lifespan. I hope, and I've enjoyed contributing to it. So, well, let's get to the show. Let's Come get, on, let's get to the money, Eddie. So, why? What happened with you where you thought you had something? Okay, so I mean, it goes back to the conversation we were having about not having a retirement. And you, by the way, Doctor Lloyd, just so you know the basis of this. Eddie yeah. always talks about he can't wait to retire. It's his dream in life to retire. And I said, well, how much do you have in like your 401k? Because our company does that. And he's like, none. I said, well, how much do you have set? He goes, none. So he wants to retire, yet he's put no money back for retirement. And so that made him, I guess, go dig for stuff. Down to the basement, like Lori, Dr. Laurie said. Got it. Got so it. Okay. Okay. Well, not a bad idea. A lot of people have the same agenda, you know, because it's hard to, to save for retirement. Uh, but again... Yeah, there can be, you know, I've seen fabulous things come out of the attic rafters. So what have you got? Okay, so I have a memory box that I've had since I moved out of my house when I was 19 years old. You've had a memory box? A memory box. And it's come with me from my hometown in South Texas. I moved it to college, to my first house, my second. I got married. I got four kids now. I still have that box. Well, so, that's why you don't have a retirement. You got four kids. Th thank you, Dr. Laura. That's what I've been trying that's to tell it. them. But he also yeah. golfs and gambles. <laughs> so does everyone else. Okay. I didn't know that part. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but so, he has four kids, you know. So I dug in the memory box, and I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I found some good stuff. Old, She's talking about that ball, you know, jar or whatever that somebody yelled at her about. But I have old, old bottles, and these are, like, from the Thomas Edison days. Okay, I have. Okay. I have, I have, um, okay, can I pull one up, Dr. Laurie? 
Okay. So there's a really small one here. It says Eiffel Tower fruit juices. It is probably five inches tall. It's a see-through glass. It's a clear one here. So what do you think about this one? Hey, Bobby, does the glass have a little bit of like a tinge of gray or a tinge of purple? (laughs) Um, I'm pretty colorblind, but yes. I would say it has a little bit. Would you? Would you guys say it has a tinge of purple? Yeah, or blue. Yeah. 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 That, That typically indicates that there's a little bit of lead content in it. And lead content is very typical with glass making, particularly in the early part of the 20th century. Here's what they look for. They look for a seam. They look for a particular type of top, which that particular bottle has. And they also look for famous um, manufacturers. And usually the name is going to be right in the bottle. It's going to be different from other colored bottles, which we also see here in this memory box collection of Eddie's. And I would say value on that bottle is going to be about 15 bucks. So that's like 30 seconds of your retirement. Hey, (laughs) hey, that's okay. That's a start. Eddie. I mean, I thought it'd be like hundreds. I really yeah. did. I really did. I yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We have, but we have four bottles in total. That's right. So let's do another bottle. Okay. This let's one see. is a little more round. It's a little more, which that's blue or green. Yes, yeah, more blue. Look at that color. A little more blue. And on it, it says, why'd you bring all bottles? Like, I had lots of bottles in the memory box. I know. Did you just grab them? No, no, no. I've had them since I was like no, no, 15 no, but years I'm old. Saying, do you think they're worth something? Yeah, they're old. It has to be worth something. Okay. Oh my grandma. Wait, wait. So you dug them up in South Texas? Is that the deal? No. When you were a kid? I'll be honest with you, Dr. Laura. I don't know how I got these, but they were in my <laughs> yeah. room when I was growing up. So I just took they them just with me. They just showed up. This right? says Rumford Chemical Works. What do you think about this one, Dr. Laurie? Eddie thinks okay. it's very so worthwhile. Blue bot blue bottles usually relate to apothecary. So usually they had some kind of drug or some kind of chemical in them. So be careful around them. Don't stick your finger down into it kind of deal. But that can be more valuable, a little bit more. So instead of 30 seconds for your retirement, you're probably looking at two and a half minutes. That's about 50 bucks. That wow. Time. Whoa. Okay. Oh, that's oh, cool. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So far you're at $65. That's I'm good. Shocked. That's good. <laughs> we have two, two more bottles. More bottles? I know, dude. It's like. Hold on. One more bottle. No, you have one. two bottles. Oh, got two more left. Is that a bottle or a vase? That's a bottle. Okay. Bottle. Here we go. This that's bottle, a bottle, darling. This yep. bottle yeah. is. A uh, little bigger, little. It's clear. Nathan Wood and Son Prop- Proprietors, Portland, Maine. Okay. Also, apothecary bottle. Notice it has a long body and a short neck, and that's typically an apothecary bottle that they're going to mix some kind of chemical together. Um, I would say bo- value on that bottle. And there's no chips on the top of these bottles, right? Because they would use a cork. Mint condition. Okay. Mint condition. About. Okay. Thank you, Bobby. Value on that bottle is about fifty bucks. Bobby. Okay. That's amazing. 115 bucks. Let's go. Bobby, do you not care about bottles? Are you just like, why bottles? Well, it's like they're glass bottles. Like, who gives a crap? They're old. There's a lot of them out there, yeah. which is why the values are kind of low. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so far, okay. Eddie, your most po- your most prized possessions, you have $115. <laughs> Wait, well, so I have a question about the 115 wow. Like, I get that that's the value, but is Eddie going to be able to sell Boom. these to anybody? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good question, Amy. Yeah. There's a lot of them out there, so a lot of people are trying to sell them, but that's the value, and it's based on retail sales records that a similar bottle like that has sold recently. Where would you so, yeah, sell it, though? You can sell them, but that's a smart question. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, but where would you sell them? <laughs> yeah, probably eBay with everybody else. Okay. You know, if you put them on, like, Facebook Marketplace, typically people want them for, like, nothing. Oh, I'll take them off your hands like they're doing you a favor. I know a guy that does eBay business. That's me. Yeah. We'll sell it, yeah. Okay, here's what we have. Dr. Lori's A lot out. of people do an eBay business. We're going to come back in a second, and we're going to do the big bottle. Okay. Oh. And the one that Eddie says is his moneymaker because it's literally money. 
it's some. Oh yeah, how would you describe that, Bones? Well, there's an American Indian on the front. There's a buffalo. I don't know. It's a big old fat coin that looks uh-huh. like it could be worth something. <laughs> come so on. His two big money makers. He thinks these two could be worth a thousand dollars. Okay. Wow. We're gonna come back with Dr. Lori and Eddie next. Hold on one second. <laughs> on the Bobby Bones Show now. Dr. Lori. Eddie, it's time for the big two. Come on. Dr. Lori is on. <laughs> She's about to appraise the crap out of a couple things. Now, Eddie brought in these old bottles he mm. thought were worth a whole lot of money. So far, I will say, for three bottles, 115 bucks total, that's pretty good. It doesn't look like much. Yeah, but I think you thought you were going to get a lot more, but that's okay. Well, well, here, let me just tell you where my mind's shifting now. Now, whatever I make today, I am going to put that in my 401k, and I'm starting my retirement today. Okay, well, you have $115 so far. That's a start. But it's time for the two dose twa money makers. Come on! All right, Eddie thinks he can make a thousand bucks out of this. Okay, Dr. Lori, so I'm going to put your PhD skills to use here. This looks like a green bottle to me. I don't know (laughs) what the heck this is, but it's bigger than all the other ones. Okay, and there's no marking on that bottle, correct? Nothing. Uh, Yeah, it says Kepler. Wait. On the top, it says Kepler. Green bottles and brown bottles are trying to prevent the light to get to the chemical. That chemical was probably, in fact, in liquid form. So usually when they have bottles like that, you're trying to make sure that they don't get the sunlight to go through them when they're sitting up on a shelf, usually in a pharmacy type of environment. Mm -hmm. Would you say that that bottle is six inches tall or about eight inches tall? Well, hold on. That's it. Okay. What? Stop. <laughs> Interesting way of measuring. What? I just lowered yeah. it. It's just getting the tape measure. Yes. Uh, I would say it's about eight inches tall. Okay. So that piece dates to about 1915 to about 1920, and value on it is about $50. Hey, well, that's okay. We're adding money up, guys. Well, you said it was, that was a big bottle. I thought that was going to be big, dude. Yeah, you're what right. What if it had been six that. inches? Okay. So $45. Oh. oh. Hey, size matters. Yeah. Size does okay, matter. here we go. The final thing. He wanted me to save this to the very end because he thinks this here alone. That's going to be a thousand. Could put him through retirement. Is that heavy, Bobby? Like, does it feel? Yeah, it's a pretty heavy coin. It's bigger okay. than a quarter. Bounce that on the t- table. Listen to that. Why did it break? It. Uh-oh. I'm stop, just kidding. Stop, it didn't break. Okay. It didn't break. Did you say there's a buffalo? There's on the back side, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Dr. Lori, what is I, I this just, first I just want to say, I love your scientific methods, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bounce it on the table. Listen to what it sounds like. Well, your ear is going to sound different from somebody else's mm-hmm. ear. Okay, so it's about the size of a quarter, and it should say .999 silver on it. Yes, point. It says uh, .999 fine silver. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so let's explain a little bit. First of all, one side has the Native American Indian, the head in profile. The other side has the buffalo, the bison, right, also in profile, typical of coinage made in the early part of the 20th century. This particular piece is actually a silver piece, right? So 925 parts, if it said .925, that would mean it's sterling. Yours is better than sterling. Okay, okay. Oh, boy. Are you okay? Okay, we're getting you very excited. Yes. Yeah, we're good. Then what you have is, of course, the weight of this particular piece, which is almost pure silver, because if it were point, you know, 1,000, it would be pure silver. Dr. Laura, you heard it when he bounced on the table, right? Yeah, I heard it. I, <laughs> I heard the bounce on the table. Yeah. That's not my scientific method. Okay, that's okay, yours. Okay, okay. okay. So, in terms of appraising, that's going to be a very, you know, low, a low on the totem pole in terms of value. <laughs> okay. However, this particular piece is almost pure silver. Cool. Cool. So 
Mm. One try ounce of pure silver has a value today of, if you look at the silver markets, about $35. But wait, how much is the coin? But, wait, no, 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 no. Wait. The coin is worth about $35. No, 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 no. The actual coin. Yeah, let me do this again. Did you not hear Did that? Did you hear that again? I heard that again. Okay. So what she's saying is basically it doesn't matter what's on the coin. It's just the price of silver. They actually will create those coins looking like old coins. They're not coins. It's not, of course, legal tender. It just is worth the value of silver. And today's silver market is not all that high. So when the silver market goes up, that piece becomes more valuable. I would hold on to it because it is almost pure silver. Eddie, it looks like... You're a little short of 200 bucks. So I'm not going to be able to retire today. Overall. What did you Not today, but someday. Uh, Eddie, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> what, Eddie, what do you think realistically coming in that you thought all of these bottles and this coin would get you? Realistically? Mm -hmm. I thought I would get at least $500. I mean, I wanted to be, sound exciting, like I'd get thousands, but I mean, the bottles, I didn't think they'd be $1,000 bottles. But if I can get out of here with $500, I was like, this is going to start my road to retirement. I mean, I'll put the $100 in retirement, but this no, is... No, you're going to gamble it. We know you're going to DraftKings if you sell this stuff and you're going to put it on a game. There are some golf tournaments this weekend. Yes. You know, I, I want to just, I want to give Eddie his due because first of all, I did appraise one bottle that actually was worth $60,000. <gasps> what did that look like? Some of these bottles could be that. That oh. bottle I'm talking about goes all the way back to the late 1700s and it was called a bitters bottle it was a very elongated bottle and it was actually used for bitters which was a, a type of actual liquid that would be traded in the colonial american time your bottles are all too young mm. Mm. and very common older. well let me say this eddie i know it's a sad day for you yep yeah, you can yeah. take your bottles. He's more than he had, Bobby. Yeah, put them back in your sweet cherished memory box. Yeah, <laughs> memory box with your, with your butterflies. I might just keep them here, actually. Yeah, you know? they'll get stolen for sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me say this about Doctor Lori. Visit our website, drlorivee.com. L O R I the letter V dot com. Follow her on Instagram at drlorivee. V. You can watch her on Netflix, and she's just killing it for us as always. She. Uh, appraise Mike's Beanie Babies for a couple thousand bucks. No, no, po Pokemon. I have Beanie Babies. How, so you guys both more than that crap you have. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not gonna say what it is yet. But I had Dr. Lori um, on. One day we'll reveal it. I had her on with me once in my house, and I'm just gonna say over ten thousand dollars. Oh what? my gosh, that's, just, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say any more than that. I said, hey, what's this? I'm just going to say over. It could be a lot more. It could be a little more. Oh Something over $10,000 that I didn't know. I was trying to throw it away. You have all the luck in the world. All I was going to throw it away. And she was like, wouldn't do that if <laughs> so I were you. So where is it now? Don't worry about it. I hate my life. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. You know, your old toys, your Barbies, this, that, collectibles, mom stuff. You know, I mean, I'm here to help you. What about Madame Alexander dolls? Yes, Madam Alexander doll, sure. Okay. Yeah. A nickel. There's lots of value in those. <laughs> okay. Okay, but I, that's what I have a lot of. Well, we gotta see them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Next, next time. Okay. Next time. There she uh, is, our friend and yours, Doctor. Doctor Lori, thank right. you. Thanks, guys. Bye, Bobby. Bye. Have bye, a bye, guys. Take have care. a great day. It does seem, though, generally, we have a lot of hope. And then Dr. Laurie is smart and tells us you're not as smart as you think yeah. to us. Yeah. Because we come in, we're like, this has got to be worth $10 million. And then the next thing you know, it's worth $30. That's, that's <laughs> not, I mean, that's not what I thought. Eddie's coin. He thought I was going to be worth the whole money. I thought that was from the Civil War. And I was rooting for it, too.
That's a buffalo nickel, man. Dude, but it's like five cool. times the size. That's showbiz, baby. Yeah, I guess so. That's what we say. And guess what? You're still broke. <laughs> <laughs> but she did. I took her, to my, took, took her to my house on camera. And she was like, I'm, I'm not going to say, but it was over $10,000. Uh-huh. And I was trying to throw it away. And my wife was like, you shouldn't throw that away, I don't think. And then I was like, oh. And then we, and it was over. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is it a bottle? It, it is actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? So what happened to you guys? My daughter got got. So she was returning something so that she could have the cash back, the money. She decided she didn't want the shorts. Well, she goes to the store and I thought how they handled it was brilliant because they said, oh, okay, well, we can go ahead and give you cash back or... If you want me to put it on a gift card to here to use at a later time, we'll add $15 to it. So if the shorts cost $30, you take them back, they're going to give you 30 bucks in cash or $45 in gift card for the plate. Give me the gift card. Right. Yeah. Obviously. And I'll go sell it for $35. Ooh. And they got 10 and I made five bucks. Yeah. I didn't think about the reselling it part, but it's just like, wow, they know how to make you yeah. keep your money there because now they're not out... <laughs> They're not out that thirty dollars they were going to give, and now they brought you back in. You're probably going to spend that forty five and then some. Mm-hmm. That's how they Smart. do it. What did your daughter do? She took the gift card, of course. Of course. I thought she sold it at school. <laughs> oh. hey, if I know her, she wouldn't sell that thing at school for more. Okay. She would do that. Yeah. Now I need to follow up with her on that. That's pretty good. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So, Bobby, I want to do a round of ridiculous questions with you and see how you answer them. Go. Is uh, cereal soup? Yeah, duh. There's liquid and there's food in it. Just because it's not warm with vegetables or meat. Yes. With cereal soup. It's soup. No, because you can have cold soup. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with My you. My answer is yes, even though it's controversial. Go ahead. Can you smell air? Well, is there something in the air? Or just general air? Because, I, yes, I can smell air. But if what if Lunchbox in farts in the air? That's I can smell that. Exactly. But I... The answer is... Are you yeah. smelling the stuff in the air or the air? Okay, can you smell regular air? No. You can't smell regular air, but if there's something in the air, yeah. The answer is no to that then. No. Does pizza taste better in a square or a circle? Well, we have a romantic version of squared pizza because of when we were in elementary school and they would cut it and it was a simpler time. So I think we, we go square because we didn't have life's heavy backpack of stresses on us. Wow, that's deep. So I just went way back, yeah. I think in reality, obviously, it's, you know, Pizza Hut, pizza, like where, or maybe you have a good a place that makes good pizza too. But it's, it's a triangle. We just remember the times when it was square and those times felt better. But the answer is triangle. I don't think I, I mean, I, I like square still, but now you've got me thinking like why I like it. It must be from my childhood. Hey, I didn't mean to go so deep on you, but <laughs> it happens. I'm going to talk to my therapist about that one. Okay. I have phrases you should not use during an argument. So take notes the next time, you know, I hate you. something comes up. Oh, You're ugly. Oh man. Okay. You're a stupid <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Absolutes are very important to stay away from. No, like the words always. Yeah, I do those all the time. You never. Uh, yeah. I hate you, me for that, but I do all the time. Okay. but You, you always can, do this. But you can practice not doing it. I like it. Makes me win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, then maybe we shouldn't be together. Oh, never. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> She'll be like, okay. <laughs> she calls her. <laughs> Yo, no, I would never. I, w- I would never. Because she's strong enough to be like, okay, well, if that's how you feel, cool. Deuces. Be, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, you shouldn't do that one. If you loved me, you would. No, would never do that. 
Mm-hmm. You need to calm down. Yep, do that one all the time. <laughs> do that. Do that one. Lot, I do that one in a lot of places. That doesn't really make him calm down, does it? You know, relax or calm down. <laughs> Neither one really uh-uh. do the job. My ex never would. No. Have done oh my no. goodness. Nope. You should do this. Well, yeah. You should rub my feet. I just rub your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then what's wrong with that one? And then lastly, I love my feet being rubbed. No one will ever love you as much as I do. But I don't know why that's bad. I like that. But I well, guess I guess it depends the tone. Watch this. Hey, you can try that. You can go somewhere else, but no one will ever love you as much as I do. Okay. So good luck being out there alone. Or Ooh. Oh, that's oh, bad. Oh, 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 oh. Or Hey. No one will ever love you as much as I do. <laughs> you want the second one. That was creepy. You don't want the first one. Okay. That's that's amazing how you really made us feel those. Yeah, yeah. you want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird, man. Okay, so music makes people feel more confident with their bodies, especially from certain artists. You ready for the list? These are the artists that are going to make me feel the most comfortable? Yeah, someone, I don't know if they did this for free voluntarily or they yeah. spent money on a study, but someone studied how music affects people's confidence. Drake, number one. Well, they did different genres, but I pulled the country. Mm. Drake. Number one. Go ahead. Country version. Mm-hmm. The top five country artists. Big and rich. Save a horse, people- ride a cowboy. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. No, these are the top five country artists that make people feel the most confident. And it's Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, and Toby Keith. Yeah, they just pick people. Um, you never convinced me they didn't just put names in a hat or do random country artist generator. No, it says their results are based on searches and playlists, which supposedly reflect positive body image. Hmm. Yeah, again, I'll stand by it. They just randomly put some names in there. Uh, there's not one time I was singing two black Cadillacs and felt good about my abs. <laughs> not one time. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Bus driver shortage is everywhere. And in this one town in Iowa, the superintendent was like, all right, I'm asking for help, but let me give help. So the superintendent for the last eight years secured a grant to train new bus drivers. So then he goes, I'm going to go take the training. I'm going to take the training. And then if it's a, a dire situation, I'll hop in and I'll drive the bus. So he did. He went and trained, got himself a bus license. I was like, well, I'm asking for help. So let me just use it. And that's what he did. He just started driving kids. He picked up a route. That's awesome. That's awesome. It, yeah. And so district employees were super surprised and appreciative. And he's like, look, I'm nervous about this, but I can't sit here and ask for all the help if I ain't trying to give the help. Which, by the way, and this is a great story. I'm going to get back to that's what it's all about in a second. But here in town, there was that 14-year-old who was arrested for stealing the school bus and leading police on a chase on the interstate. What? Yeah, teenage boys facing numerous charges. It's not telling me something good, but he... (laughs) But it's related. Well, I'm saying if he did a good job driving, maybe get him a license when he gets out. Oh, there we go. He can pay it back by driving kids around. Just before 4 p.m., the boy hit the diesel fuel pump at Casey's Market. Oh, man. He took the school bus from Kip College Prep. They followed him on the interstate, 65 miles an hour. They they, they deployed the spike strip. Oh, Oh, no. Wow. Authorities ran up to the bus, broke the glass on the door. The kid was still trying to drive off at the bus. They got him in juvie. WKRN has that story. Mm-hmm. But, remember, catch me if you can. Oh, that's right. He was a doctor. Well, he did a lot of things. Pilot. Yeah, he, he did everything. Trying to fix. Fraudster. <laughs> but now he helps catch other fraudsters. Well, maybe this guy can drive school okay. buses. <laughs> I just thought that story was wild. Maybe he's trying to help. 
Pick up some kids. You don't think so? You don't think so? I don't think so. Anyway, shout out to the old superintendent. Davis Idol is his name in Iowa. You're a good superintendent. Extend his contract. You're welcome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. It is time for the Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. What is a parrot's favorite game? What's a parrot's favorite game? Hide and speak. That was the morning corny. Can you explain it to me? Hide and seek, seek but a parrot talks. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. (laughs) Wait, what? What? Long weekend? Yeah. It's all right, Amy. It may be the only one left. I mean, my. We've been doing this for a long time. (laughs) It's not. I have more. Uh, Lunchbox wanted to say something. Mostly, we had Bailey Zimmerman in on Friday's show. Yeah. It was an awesome performance. But. When he left, Lunchbox wouldn't stop talking about his crew. 
I don't understand why record labels waste so much money on on what on just people like random people like oh. an artist comes and it's one artist and there are six people from a record label that come with this person i'm like guys do you know how to save money or do you just have all your friends and you say hey you're gonna be on payroll you don't think bailey zimmerman can come here with one person well first and, they had a full band he brought right, a full right, band. okay yes the band and, then, and they had a sound guy and then they had a record uh, label, which usually comes. And then who else? Uh, uh, a, I, I have no idea. A manager, probably. Uh, okay. His manager. Right. And then like seven other people. And I'm like, record labels waste money like crazy. It's like, here, you get a check. You get a check. And they're all just hanging out. That's not really how it works. Like, I don't think don't the record think- label's paying for almost any of that. Because, again, his management team was here. Scuba, we explained to Lunchbox who comes. He uh, did have a, a big crew, but he had a big band with him But it's well. not just him. Yeah. Like Other artists come in. And I'm like, you could have one person come but with that person. That's if they play by themselves. And he's also brand new. Go ahead. Yeah, anytime there is a full band, there's going to be more personnel here. But there were a couple that were a little odd, like the hair and makeup was here. Okay. Uh, there was a vocal coach. I've never seen that before. So there were a couple extras in the entourage. But you're going to see a lot more in a full band. But so. a vocal coach, I think is fine and cool especially for him who hasn't been singing that long true i guess because he's newer he would need more help newer as in not new just making it in yeah. country music new at singing until like a year and a half ago he never sang that's he did a tiktok video and it blew up he's like well i guess i can learn how to sing now yeah that's crazy that's a good point because he knows how to sing but he doesn't know how to like stay or he, he does now but he didn't know how to like stay in key he has no training whatsoever so i guess before you start going why would i pay it ain't the label who's doing it <laughs> It's he, he's paying for it. It's wild to me. It is wild to me that that many people come with an artist just to sing a song. What do you want to roll eight, ten deep though? For sure. But you want to have your friends. Those aren't his. Those, I mean, those aren't his friends. If I'm going to have an entourage, who you I taking? want to be my people. I mean, but what Jared, are they going to be able to do? Boris, Greg, Jacob, let's go. But my point is, he had I mean, people that actually had, he had people that actually had jobs here with them. A vocal coach, <laughs> hair and makeup, which is not super strange if he's doing press all day. Four band members, a record label person. Then you have you have eight people right there. No, no, sound the, guy. I, I'm not counting the band people. I'm talking about people in this room back here. It was like you had to have a ticket. Are like, you jealous? He's like 20 years younger than you, and like yeah. no, killing it, it, it now. It has that's nothing, that's yeah. what I think it is. Yeah. It has nothing. We've hit to do the root. We made a breakthrough in therapy, everybody. Okay, you just watch the next artist that comes in. Four people will be in that room, and it's like you don't need four people to come do an interview. It's amazing that people get paid. How do like, you know though? Because you Because they ain't doing anything. What are they doing? You don't they're know sitting, what they're doing. They're either. sitting in the room. And plus, don't these labels like work right across the street and they're yes, like, hey, they I'll can go walk over. over. With you. They're already they literally working. are going, why don't we but, go over to the Bye Bone show? We can walk right over there. <laughs> but so literally and they, support this artist who's never been on the show and was nervous to come. Why would you not go and be supportive boom. in a group if you know that? But literally, they don't have something at the office they could be getting done. Instead, they're just going to go hang oh, out. like you're Mr. Yeah. Productive. <laughs> just, oh, my God. I'm just wow. amazed yeah. that record labels no, waste but, money like that. I, just I, throw it out the window. Yeah. But, but it's he, not record he, labels. Not ju- you don't even know what you're talking about. He just explained the the different types of people that matter. were here. We're, we're, okay, so the next artist big, comes in. I'm going to count the people I'm in there. I'm big Bailey Zimmerman guy. Uh, I'm glad he was here. There's a car that, I guess it was Keith Urban's. It's being sold now. A 2014 I don't even know how to say this car. It's how rare it is. A Pagani Huyarara. Excuse I, me? That can't be right. Bucati? No. Or Bucati? Bugatti. No. Is it a P? No, it's a Pagani Huaria. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. They're only 100 made, period. Wow. Oh, that's legit. $2 million. Oh, well. I'm out. 
I'm right. looking at it. It says Keith Urban's mm. former 2014 Pagani. Mike, do you know how that's even said? Because I think they think I'm saying something they know how to say but yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you that's not the case. It's not a Bugatti. You it mean Corvette? Like Pagani. <laughs> Ferrari. Oh, here, uh, oh, look at that bad boy. Let me see that. Mm. Say it again. He's listening to the pronunciation guide. Hawaira. A Pagani Horaira. Wow. Man. Okay. That's a cool looking She's car. She's a beauty. $2 million for the car. It has 6,000 miles on it. Mm. $2 million. What's the year? For a car. Like that matters. <laughs> you can throw the mats in there for the quick pay there. You got to the floor mats. 2014. 2014. Wow. It does look awesome, but I don't know enough about cars to know if it's that awesome but also i can't tell which side's the front which is the back that's a good point it looks like it could go either way it's a palindrome literally oh man we need this <laughs> the noises he cannot stop looking i at don't this know thing. if his microphone's picking up all the noises he's making over there but what's the inside lunch i know that's, that's <laughs> oh, so you, nice uh, i'd be scared <laughs> to drive it what if you wreck a two million dollar car mm-hmm. you so probably that, don't care because you're rich you probably do care because you don't mm. get rich by being an idiot yeah. you think it's got a cd player in it um, it looks like 2014, cassette. Maybe. No, there's a cassette. There's a Travis oh. Tritt cassette still in it, apparently. <laughs> Damn it, Travis Tritt. A uh, man jumps in a sewer at a music festival because he wanted his iPhone. Oh, yeah. I'm probably letting that one go, though. Really? A I'm not sewer, a sewer? Porta potty? Yeah. Ooh. You wouldn't even let one down a toilet, right? My toilet? With my toilet? Mm. <laughs> You're thinking about it. Yeah. One, I'm going in. Two, never heard of that phone. Oh, no. Goodbye, buddy. It's not going to flush, so you got to get somebody. Yeah, you got to get, gotta get someone out there to get it. I did the toilet at Top Golf for my phone. A Top Golf. Yeah, was... we were at Top Golf, and my phone fell in, but it was had nothing had happened yet. No. Festival goer claimed that he dived into the sewer to get his iPhone 12 Pro Max after the device fell out of his pocket while he was peeing. Oh, dude, a porto potty? Can you imagine? That is, and you, but you don't go. You're not at your house, so you can't shower right away. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's from the New York Post. That's crazy. Two million dollars for a car, guys. I, I can't even. Under, I don't even understand. Does it have that thing that parallel parks it automatically? It better. Ooh, that'd be cool. Probably not. This is 2014. They didn't have that back then. Or did they? For people to spend two million on cars. Great point. What's the trunk space like? Like, is there enough room for my bags? <laughs> <laughs> we had an excellent weekend. We mentioned it earlier, but our iHeart Country Festival was Saturday night. It's just so fun because everybody's together. It's one hit after another. If you get a chance to go next year, you should go because that stage flips. You don't have to wait for 30 minutes for the next act. It's just, I used to go to the horse races as a kid in Hot Springs at Oaklawn, and I'd sneak in. I couldn't bet, so I'd have to beg some dude to take $2 and go bet for me. And they'd run the race, and you wait 30 minutes for the next race. Yeah, it takes forever. <laughs> I hated that. This is the opposite of that. I Heart Country Festival is the opposite of Oaklawn racing in Hot Springs. <laughs> yes. yes. So we went. It was amazing. And I have some stuff to talk about, but mostly, I just think sometimes how Lunchbox sees the world is so funny. Ray, would you play a clip of Brothers Osborne, please? No, it ain't my fault. No, it ain't they were the surprise act. They came out and did a few songs, and I love them. Went and hung out with them after the show. Like, personally, just those are two dudes I love. So, Lunchbox, I'll just let you say it, and then, then we will talk about your opinion of it. Go ahead. I'm worried about Brothers Osborne and their money situation. I'm starting to think they might need a second job or they've whatever they made, they've lost mm -hmm. and they were broke. Why is that? Because I showed up at the airport yesterday morning uh, to board my flight to come back 
and they were flying southwest. Like they had to sit there and like the cattle, you know, line up when they're A one through thirty, and they had to line up in their little number. They had to get on Southwest, pick their seat, and I'm like, guys, this is not good. Like I thought by now they'd be rich and making a lot of money, but obviously it's not going well. Obviously, that's not the truth. (laughs) Obviously. Because there was a lot of artists there last night or the other night, and they were the only ones on Southwest. That's actually not true. Not true at all. Not true at all. Eddie, who was on your flight? Kane Brown. I think he's doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Tenpenny, Jordan Davis, all on my flight. So it's an easy flight from Austin to Nashville. Oh. And so they just flew it back. <laughs> and, I, and they didn't even sit next to each other on the plane. Like they were, one of them oh. was mad at the other one for spending too much money. Like, oh, so now you think they're beefing <laughs> like, because they were. Yeah, they were kind of like, oh, you're the one that spends all the money. That's why we have to fly on a regular plane with regular people. And oh. So you saw them and literally thought they've been irresponsible with their money. Yeah. What I, if that's super responsible with their money, though? That's, uh, that's the difference. Like they're not wasting their money. Good yeah, point. That's super responsible with money. Like John had his headphones on, didn't even talk to his brother the whole time. Also, now you want to change up. You're pivoting, <laughs> and now it's... No, no, I'm just saying, like, I mean, it, or he didn't want to hear people talking about how they have money problems, so he just mm. put the headphones on. I was just worried about them, and so I sent you a little note, I, you know, just mm. saying, hey, like, do we need to look out for them? Do we need to... What do we need to do? Go fund me? Like, yeah, do we need to download a song or something? Does no that... one's really downloaded a song for 20 years, but <laughs> I get does. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on his iPod. That'd be nice, though. What are you going to say? Well, I don't, I don't like feeding into Lunchbox's narratives. However, oh, in one of my backstage interviews with them, uh, they did say they do therapy together like as a band but they're supposed to that's different than therapy by yourself he says they're not getting along but they're brothers wait so they're really fighting over money I no, have no, no the idea. Money, all this is made up. Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you both. I was with them after the show. And you know what? Everybody was getting along fine. fine. Yes. I would think there are, I think Lady A has done that, that they've talked about. A lot of bands that I know or groups have talked, uh, have done it. But the people that I know that have said it publicly, Lady A, uh, very famously, Paramore did it for a long time. Okay. So it is common for anyone in the group dynamic because you're on the road so much together to go and make sure that the relationships are as healthy as can be. So so should we all do therapy together? No, we're nah, not on the road together. We're here for four hours, but, five but, hours, whatever it is, and we go home. Yeah, we're good. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm busy. Just a thought. And those two are like equal. They got to figure out that dynamic. But the bands are equal. You know, Hillary, Charles, Dave, they're equal. They got to figure out that dynamic. This ain't that equal. <laughs> We're not equal. This ain't that equal. <laughs> I, I tell you, Brothers Osborne, not, not having money problems. Mm-mm. Probably smart with money. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's pretty healthy they're going to therapy. If they're brothers and yeah. they're working together. So, okay. But thank you, though. I almost slid them a five each just to help them out. Like, There's hey, no man. chance you would even give anybody five each. <laughs> right. but Eddie, Kane Brown was on your flight? He was. And I started to freak out because like, when I saw Kane Brown, Jordan Davis, and Mitchell Tenpenny come on the plane, I'm like, oh, my gosh. If this plane goes down, it's the day the music died. If this plane goes down, you ain't making the headline. <laughs> well, that's for sure. I wasn't going to make that headline. I mean, Eddie don't even get mentioned in that headline. <laughs> so the day the music died, Amy, let me check your music knowledge here. Yeah. Do you know it? Oh, yeah. Okay, then don't, I'm not asking you. I, Lunchbox, the day the music died, who died? La Bamba. Ooh. Okay, close. go ahead. That's all I know. Oh, Richie Valen. That is La Bamba. That's La Bamba. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the guy that with your glasses. Go ahead, his Holly. name. Holly. Holly who? Buddy Holly. Correct? There you go. Yeah. Go ahead. And one more. There's a statue in Lubbock. Of Hello, baby. 
Chantilly lace. Barry, uh, pretty Barry, face. Barry King. Uh, Barry King. That's right. Nice job. No, it's not Barry King. The Big King. Bopper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Barry. What's his name? The uh, Big Bopper. The Big Barry. Bopper. But what's his real name? No, don't they don't know his real name was like J.P. Richardson or something, but nobody oh, knows him Oh, it's not the... Well, who am I thinking of then? I, I can't tell you that because I'm not thinking <laughs> Barry... Like, Switzer? Lewis? Manilow? No, no, I know Barry Manilow's alive. Uh-huh. I saw him. What? Where? With Lady Gaga, right? And he's all got... No, that's... Uh, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Okay, see, we got to oh get out gosh. of this. Oh, my God. Same difference. We're walking down a wormhole we don't want to have to fight our way out of. Um, where are we going to... You good? What are you going to say? I was just trying to think. I didn't know the third one. I knew Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, but... Big Bopper only had one song and was not as... Yeah. Do you, but... do you know who lived? Yes. Waylon Jennings. Flipped a coin. Oh, yes. Lived because he didn't get on the he plane. Was, he was going to get on the plane. Right, but who got his coin tossed? Did, did the seat go to someone else? It did. It went to one was... of the brothers Osborne, the third one. <laughs> oh. And, or did know... he flip it like, should I go? Uh, the other seat... Uh, was it Buddy Holly, maybe? I don't know. I don't know if they... I don't know. That's so tragic, yeah. And that plane, it was snowy anyway, small plane, crashed. In Iowa. Oh, yep. That's right. In Clear Lake, Iowa. Dang. Good for you, buddy. Not good for you. I know you know music. Hey, but when I saw those guys get on the plane, I'm like, oh my God. You thought that was going to be you on a Southwest yeah, flight? Yeah, I was freaking out. Do you, if you, do you feel weird if you have a thought about crashing? No. Before? Okay. I think about it all the time. Oh, I, oh that's weird. I'm, oh, yeah. I even talk about it when I'm up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told Jordan Davis, dude, if we die, it's the day the music died. Oh. That's did, did all the artists <laughs> sit by each other? Did they, they sit in the same no, room? No. They didn't, if they didn't, they're feuding and let's start a rumor. Dude, they were not sitting <laughs> together, so that means they were fighting. Mm-hmm. They had their headphones on talking to. <laughs> I would imagine if Kane, by the way, who's not having a money problem, I promise you. I imagine if he gets on a plane like that, everybody wants to take pictures with him. No, no one bothered him. And he was with his wife. You're out of your mind. There's no way Kane Brown got on the plane and nobody bothered him. Dude, I saw him. Who else was on this flight? I was. Morgan. And he absolutely, there's multiple fans that went up to him and took pictures with him before the flight. (laughs) Oh, oh, before the flight. I only saw him on the plane. Got it. Wait, scuba what? I said his move, and I saw it really smart. You get on the plane, I got on early with him. He immediately falls asleep on his wife's shoulder, so no one talks to him. Why'd you do finger quotes on falls asleep? Because I don't think he was really asleep at all. <laughs> it was early, though. Yeah, it's yeah. A move. I gave him, I, I made a, he was flying back the next day. I said, here, dude, and I handed him something to hide. It was some of those glasses with the mustache on it. Mm. Plastic glasses with yeah, the mustache. Yeah, he wasn't wearing that. He wasn't? Uh-huh. No. Dang. Okay, it was a great festival. We'll talk a little more about it. We got a, Morgan wants to spill the tea about something she saw at the festival as well, or that oh, the boy. weekend. So she wants to tell on somebody, but we're out of time for that. This is the time of the show where you call us. It's always that time, I'll be honest with you. I just say that sometimes to make it sound more important right now. But you, if you have something you want to say, a comment or a question, just hop in. 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77. Seventy-seven B O B B Y. That's our number. Give us a call. Let's go to the news. Bobby's big stories. The question is, who usually wants the divorce in a marriage? The men or the women? Dun, 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 dun. Mm. I'm not looking Whoa. at you, Amy. I'm not looking at Amy on purpose. No, no, no. I don't no, want no to one's the looking at me. Answer because she'll feel like she needs to answer for her. So I'm going to answer. It's circumstantial. Absolutely. It's for more. It's, who do you think wants it more, the men or the women? The women. Okay, you've said enough. No, I'm not. No, I know. That's, that's why I didn't that want to go to you. To I wasn't even going to ask you because I, I know people would unfairly do that to you, like I just did. Right, but I'm also not answering from my own personal Absolutely. experience. I'm answering based on what I think the article is going to say or the mm-hmm. study. Absolutely. So, so moving on here. Mm. Uh, more than two thirds of all divorces are initiated by women. The most common is not infidelity. It is when a spouse does not feel this sense of connection. Marriage therapists say the best thing that a man can do is learn 
and listen to your spouse without getting defensive and try to understand their needs even or understand that you need to meet their needs even if you don't understand them. That part's been tough for me and I yes, think I'm tough. getting a little better when I don't understand why I don't need to fix something. Not in the house. I can't fix anything in the house. I mean, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but like if something is bothering her and I'm like, I will fix it. I will go and I will burn it down. I will, whatever I need to do. I'll be nice. So I'm, she's like, I don't need it fixed. Let's just, uh, I just need comfort. And I'm like, no, 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 I can fix it, then comfort you. Yeah, that's the question. You you can ask if she's venting something to you or whatever. You can say, okay, do you want comfort or solutions? So I've gotten better at it. I'm still not good at it. I'm probably only barely pretty good at it because mostly it was just, oh, there's a problem. I'm about to fix this mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's not what, so I'm learning. But that that's mostly what this article says is that even if you don't understand their needs, understand that you should still try to be there even if you don't understand them. So that's the deal. It's from The Secrets of Happily Married Men by Scott Holtzman. Plants can help you sleep. In your bedroom, try to have a couple plants near your bed. They're great for airflow. They add more oxygen to the room, which assists in relaxation and sleep. Sleep experts say to go as even far as smelling them before headed to bed. Smell the plant? I guess. Oh. Oh. Just like, a big like- flower smeller myself. <laughs> if, if I'm going to smell something that grows. I wonder what that does for you. Being close proximity with living plants quickly calms a busy brain. Plus, it soothes tension and anxiety. Put a lot of pressure on the plant. A third night in a row, it doesn't do that. I'm kicking it over and throwing it in the backyard. Uh, Women's World Magazine has that. Now, for my sleep, this is not an ad. They're not a sponsor of the show, but I wear this aura ring. Told you guys about this? Yeah. I'm not a jewelry guy at all. It's weird to wear a second ring, but now I got it. So I have it, and I use it just for sleep because I struggle with sleep. And so, and I'm really tired because I've been gone for like five or six days from ACM's IR Country Festival. So I go to my aura app, and I click it and it will tell me each night how long I actually slept because sometimes you're like how long did I sleep well was I in and out and so my my last night I did uh, five hours and 33 minutes which it gave me a 78 it's not bad for him for, for, for you. you yeah yeah. that's for not you, normal that's not bad yeah it's okay yeah I, I'm for me that'd be bad my wife sometimes will get something like sleep champion <laughs> because she's not like anxiety ridden <laughs> asleep she'll, she'll get like an award <laughs> And so, and then my readiness today is an 80 because they also, when I work out, it can tell like my heart rate. And so depending on what I did and how I slept, it's pretty cool. Your readiness for what? The day. It's life. Your overall readiness is good, but your resting heart rate was above average. If you feel tired, you can skip the gym and help your body recover. Not going to do it. No, never. Yeah, yeah, you were just talking about your workout. Eddie, now we're off. 3 p.m. Mm. So it's good for me to actually be able to see it kind of holds me accountable for sleep could you use caitlin's uh awards as competition for yourself because you're so competitive could you tell your brain like oh i, I got could but i'd be so obsessed with competing that i wouldn't sleep oh, oh. Backfire. Backfire. Yep. okay sir yeah get me all right moving on a florida teacher 50 years old is arrested for child abuse after letting a seventh grade student take a hit of her vape pen because she was trying to fit in oh my, oh my gosh, gosh. Stop. that's not good why would a 50 year old feel like they needed to fit ah. in with a seventh grader. Why would a 50-year-old, 5-0, why would a 50-year-old feel like they needed, 
That's wild to me. If you want to fit in with your peers and maybe you want a certain bag that they have sure. or, you know, as they say, keep up with the Joneses, that I understand. Not always the healthiest, but that's human nature. Maybe you want to connect with your yeah. students. No, that's, that's not connection, Eddie. That's fitting <laughs> in. What about they say in times wild. of, um, like if something you're triggered by a memory or a, something from your childhood, you can actually go back to that age that you were when that happened. So maybe she's 50. They didn't have vape pens back then. No. Nope. Well, Sure but does. it had to do with this, I don't know, something cigarette. No way. Maybe she just like not excusing this for any way. <laughs> Crazy. That's unbelievable. Right. The student who allegedly used the vape pen has not been named because he's 15. He told cops that Hale had confronted her. I guess it was a girl. I thought it was a dude. I was picturing a woman. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. no, no. no. I mean the student. student. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know. They say keep class. She hit the pen. That's what they call it. Hit the pen. Oh, is that what they say? Yeah. But I wonder what, the, what was in the vape pen, though. It does, is vape... Is vape... Because it's not always weed. It's all different kinds of flavors. Yeah, it, it could be tobacco, but like... Grape. A lot of it's yeah. weed. I've heard of those. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, Rumor has it. Yeah. Really? But is it... The weed is just in a pen. A vape... Uh, no, right. I have no idea. What we're do, honestly, we have no idea. I thought idea. that vaping was something totally different than weed, but you it's also... A, you can hit vape. And it's, it's so bad yeah. for your... You're saying um, hit now. I'm saying you can hit vape. Your lungs. Yes, you can. I know people that hit vape pens with weed. Yeah, I don't. My so mom like when people one. are driving and you see that cloud of smoke come out of the window, like, that's... That's like a... a smoke. The big smoke's different. I Dude, that, 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 hold on a second. Let's go to our resident who doesn't anymore, but a resident drug guy, Scoop Steve. Hey, Scoop Steve. Yes. Will you explain... What we're talking about. So I think what Eddie is just referring to about the big plume of smoke, that's usually people will do that with tobacco or like flavored tobaccos and stuff. Got it. If you if you see a big plume of smoke and that's marijuana, that's I've never seen that before, but that usually comes in a smaller cartridge, smaller hits, more concentrated, gets you higher, quicker, and faster. Okay, well that's Thanks, you it's just and, and how I know about it. And listen, I, I a lot of artists, a lot of artist friends. Yeah. We'll hit, the, we'll hit the pen. Yeah, it's more concealed, doesn't smell. <laughs> yes. you, like jelly roll comes and smell like it because he smokes on papers. Right. And if you hit a, if yeah. you hit the pen, you don't smell like it. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Thank you, yep. Scoob. Oh, no boy. Oh, boy. What I heard. Ray, what are you laughing at? That's funny. Thank you. Pickleball is replacing Bed Bath and Beyond at Old Navy store. Wait. The stores are now being replaced by pickleball courts, like Bed Bath Beyond and Old Navy. In there? Mm. Oh, that's wow. legit. Wow. So if your mall has them, they're being replaced by pickleball courts in the mall. That's so cool. There's in our mall here. There's a pickleball court just in the middle of the, in the mall. In the mall, like yeah, the middle where of you it. walk. Yeah, I can never get in the game though. Yeah, somebody's always hogging it. Yeah, how do you, you have to sign up? I don't you, see like a sheet of paper. <laughs> I got next. You put a quarter down like on a pool table when it. But, it's like basketball at the park, dude. You know, you gotta work yeah. your way in there. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Uh, breast cancer screenings are now recommended at age 40. New guidance says women should begin screening for breast cancer at 40, 10 years lower than previously said. They say that because of different chemicals, foods, phone, all of these things that we still aren't fully aware of what they're doing to our bodies and the higher rates of breast cancer among women in their 40s that now it's at 40. That's from CNN. Hey, Ray, uh, we'll talk about Bay for a second. She got breast cancer at how old? 31. And obviously there's no how did you get it, but what what were the factors? Was it genetic? Yeah, genetic. With her it was? Mm -hmm. So 40 years old is the new age that they recommend. They did lower the age to of dudes getting the uh, finger in the butt. 
What's, what's that at? Uh, whatever age you are now, so you need to go. Oh, no. Go today and report back tomorrow. <laughs> I think it's at 40, 40 or 45 now, too. Oh, wow. Oh, Eddie, you better go. 44? Oh, I, I mean, that's, that's, I, mean, I said forty I'm, or forty, so I mean, I'm right if, in the middle. If you can go and you have access, I, I, I say be proactive. Yeah, yeah I have, a, I have I a standing appointment every Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of being patient on all that. every Wednesday. Yeah, I do. Good luck. <laughs> I just want to stay on it. It's yeah. not even a doctor. It's a guy I know at IHOP okay. who will hop out in between shifts. Okay. Uh, eating five pieces of fruits and vegetables every day can be as beneficial to your physical fitness as taking four thousand steps. So that's what my mind does. I go, okay, well, five pieces. But if I eat twenty, that's twenty thousand steps. I ain't got to work out. Just more cauliflower. But according to a new study, there's strong data to support the connection that better diets may lead to higher fitness. And they did thousands and thousands of people over uh, basically 20 years. And what we already knew, fruits and vegetables are good for you, um, especially if you don't mix it with like a can of Nutella. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Whipped cream. (laughs) Uh, Catch them while you can. These eight beloved fast food chains are slowly disappearing across America. Hey, Taco Bueno. I was a big Taco Bueno guy. Never we had, had it. Oh, we had a couple in Arkansas. I didn't know how I didn't know how uh, okay Taco Bueno was until I went to Austin and then had Cabana. Taco, oh, Taco yeah. Cabana. Oh, Taco so C good. as we used to call them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh the Crystal Burgers. Never had them. Here. I got them oh, when I first moved here. Those are the little square ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little slider mm-hmm. type things. Mm-hmm. Burger I am, which I don't know what that is. Mm-mm. Steak and shake. Boston Market. Boston Market's legit. Oh, we would legit. always go to the one. We go to Boston. We go to Boston Market on purpose just to be funny. Mm-hmm. Because everybody in Boston is like, we, this is not us. You need to have real. <laughs> we go to Boston Market and be like, we went to your local place. Uh, Pie 5, probably a pizza place. Mm-hmm. Number two, Krispy Kreme. Oh, yeah. Oh, one right down the street. They tore down. And number one, Quiznos. Many brands are fra- uh, facing shrinking profit margins, and they're closing a bunch of stores. It's from Daily Mail. And then finally, do you feel like a zombie in the morning? If you do, do this. Eat breakfast right when you wake up. Experts say skipping breakfast is to blame for brain fog and that feeling of you being in a trance. A review of 134 breakfast studies, not people, 34 studies, found that your memory problem-solving skills and verbal skills all suffer when you miss breakfast and don't eat for hours after waking up. You don't have to eat a lot. It's just eat something that is like a can of Nutella. Not recommended, (laughs) but eat something and that's food that actually helps your brain snap out of feeling groggy. That is the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. All right. You can call us, as I mentioned, 877-77-BOBBY. We got a couple other things. I've never heard of eating animal poop as a way to find the animals. Hmm? What? And I hunted my whole life. I don't really much anymore because I, I can afford meat. So we hunted to actually eat as a kid. But I never heard. We did it. I did everything. I mean, we, you know, deer pee. Sure. Put her, put her, all those yeah. things. I never heard of this eating poop thing. And it's disgusting. We'll talk about that coming up and more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone, and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. We spent the weekend in Austin, Texas. Love it. Home. Shout out Austin. I mean, I love it. It's like when I go back to Austin, it's just like, it just feels like, I mean, I spent my entire young adult life there. And I know you guys grew up there. Yeah. So it just feels like, oh, like <laughs> feels when, good. I, when I go back home, home to Arkansas, it's almost like this backpack of rocks is taken off of me. Mm. You're just like, oh, like I feel that way about Austin too. We go on our country festival and, you know, the very first artist, we put a big headliner at the beginning of and, mm-hmm. and it's Luke Bryan and Luke comes out and shot out of a cannon as always. I got to shout Luke out too, because there was a kid who... His mom had called the show. It was his birthday. He's in a band called Kid Country. I'm wearing their sweatshirt now. Yeah. She was like, hey, I want to tell him he got tickets. She didn't ask for tickets. And so we told him that they got him tickets. And then I arranged for him to come backstage and just, you know, meet me and say hi to you guys. But then I just took him with me all backstage and I found Luke. And I was like, Luke, we meet, t- meet you know, whatever. Uh, his name is Luke, too. LJ was his yeah, name, yeah. like Luke Jr. And so Luke, Luke was all, Luke's awesome to everybody all the time. But man, he came out, he, My Kind of Night, the live song. So that was fun. What a fun way to start it. Caitlin and I were sitting side stage. We wanted to watch Luke. Just such a good live performer. Go see him if he's... You know, doing a show. I tell you, when Sam Hunt jumped in the crowd, because he jumped. Good thing he's an athlete and still Mm -hmm. has knees that work because he just (laughs) flew off the stage. 
So he's got his mic and Sam's doing his whole show and just launches into the crowd. And his security guy, Sam apparently does this a lot. Knew, I mean, he was security guys right on him, making sure that nobody was like grabbing Sam's private parts yeah. or his nipples or stuff or just like touch it, pull, ripping oh, his shirt. Because yeah. people, I mean, I might, I might be honest with you, I might try that too. <laughs> but so Sam is in the crowd and he did, he's doing house party. And the whole crowd's jumping up and down. Just such a cool show. So we're there. And I want to go to Morgan because Morgan wants to spill the tea basically on something that happened. Was it over the weekend at our country festival or at the show? It was after the big show. Okay. So you guys went out? I didn't go out. I was going back to the hotel because I had an early flight. But Lunchbox guilt tripped me into taking back all of his stuff. His backpack, everything was stuffed in there because he wanted to go out and party. And I had heels, like a nice dress on. He's like, hey, take my bag back to the hotel. I'm going to go out. But if he just he just asked you politely and nicely? Uh, no, he did it at first. And I was like, hey, like I have a really heavy bag to carry. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. And then he was like, well, I'm not going to post on social media and stuff. You don't take my bag. Like a threat? Oh. Like he's not going to do his job <laughs> yes, if you don't do something me. personal for him? And I felt, I was like, well, I need him to post content. I need him to post on social media. So I guess I'll take his bag. So that affects, because that affects your job. Yes. So he was making you do something personal for him or he's going to hurt you at your job. Yes. He was guilt tripping me. Your thoughts, Lunchbox? My thought is, I mean, she has a ride back to the hotel, so she has to walk 10 feet to get in a vehicle. No, it's a long walk to get to anywhere where cars were. And all she has to do is... You just kept talking, but it's a long walk to get to... (laughs) Even for us, it took us forever to get to our car. She throws on the backpack and carries her bag. My bag was not heavy at all. It was just a pair of shorts, a shirt, and some shoes. No big deal. I mean, I was nice enough to get to the the venue early to help her like create content. I thought, oh, I scratch your back, you scratch Morgan, what mine. Are you what are you saying? Uh, but he didn't. I asked him to get there earlier, and <laughs> he, he was didn't? like, "No, I'm not no, going to no. come that early." No, no. She asked me to get there at one o'clock, and I was like, "That would be I early. I don't need to be there till four, so I'll get there about two thirty. That's good. That's a good compromise, I, in my opinion. Like, Listen, I'm like, I, you know, and she was like, "Why can't you get there at one? How about two, how about one forty five? I'm like. Well, no, I'll get there an hour and a half early. That's pretty good. Did you say, though, that you will not do work for her unless she takes your stuff back? Yeah. Yeah, got it. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, hey, you don't want to help me? I won't help you. No, but that's, that's sort of your job. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> but it's her job to be a, you know, a good friend. Uh, I was wearing heels. I had to walk oh, like four I, blocks with oh both my of my that's bags. It's her job to be a good friend. Yeah. He's just saying things now. So what happened? Did She took the bag. Of course she did. She's nice. Would you have gone out, though, at all if you didn't have his bag? No, I wouldn't have gone out, but I just was mad because I felt like I had to do it to be able to get somebody to do their job. Mm-hmm. That's right. Welcome to my world. I mean, I, <laughs> it, it really, it's really the lesser people have to take care of the stars. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when, in a situation, when you're not as high on the totem pole, you have to kind of be like, okay, you know, the star needs something. I'll help him. And he loves that totem So pool. what if I would have been going out and I was like, lunchbox, you take all this crap back to my room. Well, if I was going back to the hotel, I would have had to do it. But if no, I was, you wouldn't have. That's so dumb. No, no you, you wouldn't you, you have. You know what I'd have done? And I would have never done that and no, you wouldn't You know have. what I'd have done? There's no totem pole. I would have said, hey, Morgan, Bobby's going out. He it down the pole. Yeah, go down the pole. I mean, Amy or Eddie or Bobby, nobody asked me to take their stuff. No, it was no. just you. you know, I, they I were carried go- all my stuff back to the room, and then we went to eat after that. We went to they, Velvet Taco. Yeah, they were going back to the hotel. No, I we weren't. We actually wanted to go right to, to get Velvet Taco, but we had a bunch of stuff. And so instead of having somebody take it for us, we took it ourselves, mm. dropped it off, went back down, and then went and ate at Velvet Taco. Oh, Imagine that. Oh, wow. man. Well, I was going straight to the bar, so... 
I mean, people are going to wait for me to go to the hotel, then meet them at the bar. Bar closes, man. We got to get yeah, there. Yeah, so does Velvet Taco, probably before the bar closes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, doesn't Thank you, Morgan. I, I, sent a, I sent a thank you text. Did, Did you? <laughs> yeah, I said thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Brothers Osborne was a surprise guest. Ain't My Fall Jam. They played this. The whole clap, clap part was awesome. Yeah. money problems mm-hmm. yep because they flew southwest back right and they weren't talking to each other so probably mad about the money one put headphones on and didn't say anything <laughs> what time was your flight 9 30 it was early so you had to get there at 8 30 had to leave the hotel at eight yep after being out all night yeah wow. you know what a life i completely get they're probably tired and just sleepy uh kane brown bury me in georgia It's an awesome festival. Next year when we do it again, I hope you guys come. Highlight, Amy, do you have anything? Oh, well, I have the entire festival on my phone and my sister's phone because my son went and he, anybody that had a phone, he wanted to borrow it to record everything he was seeing. So, oh, you should watch it all back then. <laughs> if you need a, re- <laughs> you need a recap. Screening at Amy's house. I've got festival. it. So that's my favorite part is just my family being able to, to be there. Eddie? Caitlin Brown coming out with Kane, with Kane. That was awesome. Like we've talked about her doing that, but we got to see that. That was really cool. Yeah. Lunchbox? I just say Morgan taking my bag back nice. is probably my highlight. Yeah, yeah I mean oh that God. really made my night and made it special. Your wife didn't go. No. So did you go hard? Yeah. Did you get really drunk? Yeah, I went up Friday night and Saturday night. Met up with the boys. We, oh yeah, his high school boys. Did you I, get really I, drunk. I, I yeah. ran into them. Yeah, we ran into. Did we? Oh yeah, yeah. They said that you ran into them. Uh, yeah, up top. I had to go do this thing for mattress firm where I had to like go through the crowd and end up in these chairs. And all of a sudden, I'm at the the top trying to go down, and I see I see these. Like five boys walk by, and I'm like, oh, there's Lunchbox's high school buddies. The <laughs> <laughs> crew. Uh, it was great, man. Yeah. It was fun. Do you still do shots or do you drink? No, I saw Eddie holding a Cosmopolitan that Lunchbox had. That, that's he, what he ordered. You grabbed it to show that he's not Mr. Shot Guy. Correct. No, no, we didn't do shots. That, that We were at a fancy bar, and the <laughs> boss was like, here, do you want a drink? And that was on their fancy bar, the, like the, their fancy list. And I was like, I guess they have I'll a fancy take, list. Yeah, and yeah. that's when you're like, oh, I guess I got to drink a fancy drink. So that's a penne, penne taco while you're eating your. No, they didn't have <laughs> with a Cosmo. With a Cosmo. Yeah, <laughs> I think Lunchbox is starting to play a character more uh, and more. No, uh, that, hey, shots. Then we went to Seven Grand afterwards, and we hang out and drink. And man, it was good. I had some tacos there. It was delicious. No more Cosmos. No, no, co- they didn't have Cosmos at that bar. Would you got one though? Nah. No, of course that's, not. That's, that's not. I, I don't even know what's in a Cosmo. Yeah, I just saw it on the page. I remember it, actually. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, an amazing time. Everybody that came, thank you. I thought Jordan Davis's set was awesome, where Jordan and I are like pretty close friends, but I never get to see him perform because it's here. And we're just usually hanging out. And it's the first time I've got to see him like play full band, the whole thing. And I was like, dang, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> I, well, when he got off stage, I walked with him over to his, back to his room, and I was like, who knew you got so good? <laughs> And he was like, yeah, dude, thanks for coming to my shows. Uh, here's Jordan Davis, Buy Dirt. And he's sneaky, has a bunch of number ones. 
It's just one after the other after. You're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Great show. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Or if you went to the theater and watched it, that was super cool, too. Or if you want to come to Amy's and watch it, she has it all on <laughs> her phone. We'll have a screening over there later. <laughs> Spent two hours yesterday evening watching the softball World Series announcement show, the tournament. Why? What do you mean? Why? Yeah. What happened? I'm a huge college softball fan because <laughs> I'm I'm very tied in. It's yeah, I watch yeah, all yeah. two hours too. I watch all the all the analysis. Uh, we watched after the music fest on Saturday night. Went back to the hotel for a little bit before we went out to eat, and we watched the end of the Pac-12 championship game. It was Utah and UCLA, and my brother-in-law coaches at Utah, mm-hmm. the Utah softball team, and they won, and nobody expected it. It was awesome. And so we were so so pumped up about that. So we're waiting to see one Arkansas. They're hosting a regional. Wanted to see where they ended up. Obviously Oklahoma because that's like Patty Gasso is like my aunt in law. We're close to them. She's like the greatest college softball coach of all time. She's the Nick Saban of, or is Nick Saban the Patty Gasso? Because she has six national championships. It's crazy. She's That'd like awesome. Yeah, I think she's a little mad at me though because I still root for Arkansas overall over everybody. But that's your team. She should know that. Yeah, but she's like, there's a difference in team and family. Yeah. So, but I do. I've never rooted for Oklahoma at anything. But I do. I root for OU softball, and they're really the most dominant team, period. And then Utah got in, and they're hosting a regional. And so, and DJ Gasso, her son, my brother-in-law, like, we're we're I'm dialed in. I'm, like, guessing where they're getting seated. I'm arguing with Caitlin's mom. I don't know. I think Clemson's going to get it. That's fine. And so that's what, that's what we did for two hours last night. It was a lot of fun. And so we're trying to plan our schedule to see where we can get to when we can get there. And if they all get to Oklahoma City, because we'll go to the college softball World Series in Oklahoma City. We'll go. Went last year, watched Oklahoma win it. Went down to the press. It was awesome. It's just, if who's I, I just have to have my tears of who I got to pull for in what order. Mm. And I just know I'm just I'm just I'm a Razorback as hard as I could possibly be. Yeah, like if one of those teams has to play the Razorback, it does I mean it wouldn't matter if like the Pope played on a team of John Mayer and Adam Duritz from the County Crows and Garth Brooks played third base. I'd still root for the Razorbacks. Yeah, you have to. I have to. That's your team, man. I know, and that's a good team. That Pope, John Mayer, Garth Brooks. Oh, team. Oh, yeah, they've been really ranked high. They've done they've done well all season. But we spent two hours watching that. But the that and crashed out. I just been on the road for like six days or so so I come in pretty tired and you know I'm like I'm, my head's you know down like oh, kind of dobbing my head a little bit just looking for something to entertain me and then Amy says let me tell this story on the air about eating elk poop elk poop and I don't know if I wasn't exhausted if I wouldn't jump but I said Amy you can tell the story about eating elk poop well your reaction is making me think now that I've been I, I think I've been played in a way oh I, I don't know that's true I, I've never ever and I hunted my entire life up until my early 20s. Right. So, okay. but I've never heard of eating the poop of an animal to find them. Right. So my sister and her husband, they live in Colorado. They, and they have their TV show building roots. This is one of the guys, he works on the show with them and they're really good friends, but he's also an avid hunter in Colorado. Like even done shows about that, like on hunting network or something. Yeah. I don't know. So they're all in town and we all go to dinner and somehow it comes up that he, you eat elk poop for example to and then if depending on the taste or you learn how what to look for texture i don't know (laughs) texture how far the elk is or where when they were there like at what point were they there i'm sorry to do this to you mike can you google that (laughs) 
Wow. And I, I feel like you can just touch it, and if it's warm, they were just there. I don't well, know. Well, I think that's only distance. Huh. But what if you know that they enjoy Fruit Loops, and there's a gas station to the right, <laughs> right? And yeah, that's okay, the okay. closest place. To, True. So then you'd want to go to the right. Wow. Wow. Okay. I've I mean, never heard of eat lots of urine. We 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 would put urine on our boots to hide our scent. Lot, but never. We wouldn't even drink the urine. Did you ever drink the blood from the first kill? What? No. Oh, man. Oh. No, that's, that's serious. But do, that's just you? weird. We did. But that oh. didn't help you do anything. That just made you feel like a caveman or barbaric of some it, sort. It was like one of my dad's friends. Like, oh, man, first kill. Got to drink the blood. What? Okay. That's like you got to pull your pants down if you hit it past the lady's <laughs> tee. Nobody <laughs> actually does that in golf. That's funny. That's just something you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pull your pants down what? The thing is, if you your drive doesn't go past the ladies' tee box. Which is usually like 20 yards away. Yeah, you're supposed to pull down your pants all the way oh. for the hole. <laughs> okay. And we've never done that. No, no one's ever no. done that. Well, I, I now I, I, I thought it was so legit, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And it I was like, Bobby be, is a hunter. I, I just And then I was curious if you ever ate deer droppings. No. Or something. And, it might, and I've not been an avid hunter in years. Maybe it's a Colorado thing. I don't know. <laughs> I cannot believe anybody. Poop is so bad to eat. Yeah, because it's waste. Yes. It doesn't belong it does, in your body. It's not supposed to be in your body. <laughs> I know. Now I'm just feeling like I got... Mike, what do you see over there? I got got. Nothing about eating it? Oh, did I get... You think get... he was messing with you? Now I'm starting to think... Amy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And now he's probably like, and she told the story on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> she fell for it. Got her. I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm gonna get him to send me like a a voice memo explaining it if it's for real. Maybe, and I don't even know that this this would ever happen, and I would never do it. Maybe they just taste it, right? That's like like, the, like no, and no, then spit no, it out. Not even, dude. Not Mike, even. Is he checking like the firmness, the smell, the temperature. Yes, yes. Sure. all of that with your hand. With Nothing your, about eating it. Yeah, with your okay. hand. I think he was making it, and it seemed like to me they do that with their mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Have him send us a video of him doing it. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> Prove it. And All a lot right. of different animals. We want, we're curious. Okay. I'm so, I, I, there, now oh. there's going to be an update because that is disgusting. I have to figure out if he was just punking me. Yeah. Well, it's a funny term from 99. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ashton. Ashton, good job. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Surfside, Florida. A man was at a restaurant, goes in the restroom, and he's adjusting his pants when he pulls them back up. He's got the old gun on the waist. Bah! Luckily, it just grazed the... Did it shoot? All I heard was a... uh, Like, he went... uh, I didn't hear hear a gunshot. Okay, oh, there it is. And it grazed the... The Pee-pee? Yep. Wow. Luckily, he didn't... They said he is lucky not to lose the pee-pee. Why is it facing (laughs) up? (laughs) What do you mean? Well, wouldn't you think the gun be facing down? Yeah, but if it flips out of the pants. Okay, okay, gotcha. Also, people that just keep it in their waistband, mm-hmm. like, you, you do, the show's showing the back, mm-hmm. right? You stick it in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you, you have to have tight pants for that. <laughs> or else it just falls right through. Yeah, <laughs> it, it falls through or, or it falls out. And if you're keeping it in the side... That isn't safe for anybody. That's somebody who really doesn't know. I carry a holster. Good. Yeah, on yeah. my chest. <laughs> under my shirt. Like a detective? Yes, yeah. I have I have guns and harmonicas. And I pull either one of them out at any time. But yeah, he must have just been an idiot to begin with. This is why these laws where you do not have to have any sort of permit at all. You can just open carry as long as you're not a felon who's been in jail for a year. This is why this crap's happening. And luckily, nobody else was shot. Hey, he loses pee-pee? I don't care. That's on you, bro. You did a pee-pee losing thing. But he did take the concealed uh, class, but he just didn't have a permit yet. 
You can take all the classes you want. You got to get a permit. You got to pass it. Yeah, you have to go take it. You have to take the test. You know how many gun classes I've taken? Like from Hunter's Ed. I could, I mean, how many? I think three. It's not like 12 or 15. <laughs> I've taken three. Ago. I've taken three. And two of them were a long time ago, and one of them was like seven years ago. Yeah, but I've still seven. taken three classes. Most people don't. They just go, oh, my governor says I can carry a gun for any reason whatsoever. No. And then most people think, well, well, if all the good guys have guns, it'll stop the bad guys. I got news for you. That almost never happens. And when it does, it for sure makes the news because it's so rare. I think everybody should be able to have a gun if you're competent enough to have a gun. The same thing with the car. I think everybody should be able to drive a car if you're competent enough to drive the car. I'm a pro-gun person, but I'm also a pro-gun person for people that are intelligent and mature enough to be able to work a gun. And I've said it many times, I think guns are villainized guns are turned into the bad guy by people who have never used them as tools where I grew up in Arkansas we used them as tools nobody ever got shot well I ain't gonna say who shot their, shot their toes off once because the gun <laughs> gun was on the side of the truck and it fell we were hunting and it boom boom, oh, boom yeah. shot his toes off it don't matter who that is <laughs> No names here. <laughs> but that was that was big time user error. But nobody ever got shot like that. We we had guns when we went to school in our cars and trucks because right after school we would go hunting for whatever season it was. Sometimes during school. So that's this is the bad thing about people just being able to have guns wherever. And all you governors, because I know you all listen to the show, big governor show here. All of them, yeah. yeah. Every single one. I know you're doing what politically you think the loudest people in your party are saying they want but normal people don't want this normal people don't want idiots to have guns normal people that understand guns want only other normal people that understand guns to have guns oh and how do we figure that out i don't know well no how do we weed out the people i, I mean, mean i don't tell me oh. take a test i'll oh, take a test oh, oh. Yes, i thought you like, to drop some kind of knowledge i was like wow how do we know but I mean, ai <laughs> no you say mature intelligent people are people yeah, that take, are going to be educated test. in it you got to figure it out take a test like you have to take a drive it's not that test. hard like you gotta take, I wanted to go and fly a plane yesterday just for fun. Oh. Can't do that. Can't do that. Oh. I have to have a pilot's license. <laughs> so Why not? Why don't yeah. the governor say, hey, everybody can fly, just take off? So I could not be more pro gun, but anti idiot. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird line to walk because both sides hate me. Because one side's like, oh, you don't want everybody to have a gun? Then you're not like us. And the other side's like, what do you mean you want people to have guns? You think guns are good? We hate you. To be where I am and to say it on such a national platform, I understand I'm about to get off the air and get punched in every body orifice. Ooh, that's not, not by us. Figure, figuratively. Oh. Oh. Like hands going holes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it makes news because they're like, country guy says, and they don't use the other side of it. They're like, country guy says, uh, idiots have guns. No gun. No, I think you should have a gun. But only, I'm talking to you, not idiots. All right. I like this bonehead. I feel like I've gone a long ways here. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Some called cherophobia, C-H-E-R-O-phobia. Sometimes I try to figure out what it is by the name. You guys ever heard of cherophobia? No. Okay, I don't know if maybe you think I... Yeah, I, I have. I really had this bad at one point. I still have it. I think I just don't vocalize it as much. Is it fear of chairs? It is not. Cherophobia. No, I'm never actually. I like chairs. I'll be honest. I'm a big fan of chairs. People with cherophobia believe that if they become happy, they're inviting something negative into their lives. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. So 
It's not that I believe that if I'm happy, negativity is going to come because of the happiness. I just believe I live at zero. So if something good happens, well, something bad's got to happen to equal it out in some way. But the great news is if something bad happens first, where's my ice cream sundae? Because you know something good's about to happen. (laughs) Maybe not even about. And you can go three bads in a row, but you may get three goods in a row later. I just believe my sum is zero. I live at zero. Sometimes I'm higher, sometimes I'm lower. But my sum always comes back to zero. That's probably, I still probably have it real bad, not by the way. Yeah. Just saying that out loud. <laughs> I haven't vocalized it. That chair. C- C- and maybe it's care, carophobia, C-H-E-R-O. I don't know what the root of that is, but I didn't know that was a thing, but I do. And it's not that I'm a pessimist. I consider myself a realist. Because I'm real pessimistic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so that's what's up there. But I wanted to do something good on the backside of that. And that is the good news countdown. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Let's go with number three. Number three. The Humane Society saved a stray kitten in South Carolina that got its head stuck in a soup can. The photos they posted, not going to lie, pretty cute. It was a can of Campbell's Chunky. I felt that. That's probably... That's that's the one I'd probably get stuck (laughs) in, too. Uh, So they named the cat Campbell. Nice. Yeah, Campbell the cat. The cat's all good. Not sure how much soup the cat got, but the cat is all good, and that's my number three story. Number two. A California woman ended up homeless a few years ago, but she has turned things around. She's back in school. She's about to get her associate's degree. She's getting married later this year. To top it all off... Dun, 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 she hit the lottery for five million bucks. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That'll do it. That's better than all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she just plans to buy a house and invest the rest. That's that's good. Number one. A 31-year-old Ironman athlete saved two lives on vacation. He was walking past a beach. He saw a teenager drowning, so he dove in and saved him. Then as soon as he got back to dry land, he saw another teenager lying face down in the sand, Saved him, too. He thinks the second kid tried to save the first kid and started drowning. Wow. So he got them both. That's pretty good. That's amazing. That's three, two, one, and that's your good news countdown. That was the good news countdown. And because I do believe it, now here's the bad news countdown. Right, you hit it. <laughs> have to do one of those to equal it right, out. Right, zero, you know? zero. Yeah, I got to be back at the zero sum. That's it. Appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's go. Bobby Bones. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber Teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber Teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber Teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. 
valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details. Add your team to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. You get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.